It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies. We are talking Calgary Underground Film Festival today. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. What's going on, Murray? Yep. So with the introductions out of the way, let's just jump into it, because we got a lot of movies to get through. Let's rage on. Awesome. Well, I'm going to blast through this. Thanks to all who have been supporting us. Uh, if you love our independent podcast, please support us and join our growing Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. We have a new member this week, people. We have to thank our buddy at It Goes Down in the PM. So, Oh, I'm so excited about that. All members get special episodes and content only for members, along with all members that sign up. We'll get a limited edition Film Rage merch item. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible movie. Just like our friend Scott from Shoot the Flick, who's going to be making us watch a terrible movie next week. Thanks to our adopted state, Virginia. Go Hoos. All right. What's next? Cuff? Uh, let's uh, just plug uh, Canyon Meadows real quick. Yeah. We love them. Canyon Meadows cinemas are open for their delicious concessions. Popcorn, corn dogs, mini donuts, and more. Open Thursdays 4 to 9, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday 12 to 9 for takeout via curbside pickup. Just go to canyonmeadows.ca and enter your order. And by the way, by being one of our faithful Film Rage listeners, you can get 15% off. Just enter the promo code RAGEON. That's R-A-G-E-O-N to claim your 15% discount. Or, if you would rather have your snacks delivered, that is possible as well through Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, and DoorDash throughout Calgary. For more details, visit canyonmeadows.ca. And here, CMC would like to thank you for your continued support. And we hope to see you again soon at the cinema. All right. Well, we're going to blast through a bunch of this, but just to let everybody know, all of our U.S. listeners, a lot of these films that we're going to be talking about they should be playing at some of the film festivals near you. Uh, there's a lot of geo-blocking that happens with film festivals. So if you cannot see this film right now, it's because it's still in rotation for film festivals. So it doesn't mean you won't be able to get to see it. And if you like our opinions, like you probably do because you listen to our show, then uh, make a note of these films. We're going to blast through them. We're not going to give our full Film Rage reviews, but we are going to talk about them. So let's talk about the opening film. And actually... Where where can people who are in Alberta check out our buddies from Cuff? Where are they at? CalgaryUndergroundFilm.org. And they're still streaming until, I believe, next week. And then they have drive-ins coming up, so it's all exciting. We're going to talk about Golden Arm, which was their uh, opening night gala. And uh, Bryce, why don't you tell us what you thought of it? It was all right. <laughs> Well, <laughs> is it, so that, that was, was a, is that, is that a meh? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Calga, the golden arm. Uh, that was their, that was their opener, right? Yeah, I watched that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to describe it a little? To, to be, to be honest, it was, uh, it was very, it was quite humorous. Uh, the whole thing was pretty much saved by Betsy Sadaro as Danny. She kind of completely... Um, took over the screen. I dare say it that yes. she's mesmerizing. Yeah, um, she is. And I'm sorry, I got to get one of those hot sandwich t-shirts. That is, that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can buy them online. Yeah, so that's so we, gonna be- I looked into it, man. And yeah, you can. I might just have to do that. I think she also had a. What was the other one? She had linguine and clams. That was another t-shirt yeah. that she sported. Well, in you that. should go to the website. There's a lot of awesome ones there. There's all kinds of messed up. Yeah. So this this was one of those movies that you know quite 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 a lot of laughs. Um, movie was definitely made by the by the supporting cast because uh, not only Betsy Sadaro was Danny who just I mean come on 
Uh, she was so great in this. But uh, Dot Marie Jones as Big Sexy um, really was quite uh, spectacular as well. Those those quite two, sexy. Yeah, yeah, those two alone made this worth watching. Um, real good time. At the end of the day, was it a Mondo? No, it wasn't. But it was a it was a solid man and uh, yep. really entertaining. All right, Mur, did you see this one? Um, I did. And what you think? Uh, well, uh, having watched a lot of sports films, uh, I found this to be not that original. In fact, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, okay, this is uh, ready to rumble meets over the top. <laughs> exactly. A little karate kid in there. Like I, I thought near the end, it's like, okay, where the hell is Miss Miyagi to like fix her arm? Like I'm waiting for him to show up. Like it just, they used to, I mean, I don't know if it was an homage or they, I don't know, ripped it off, but it's like, yeah, it was like ready to rumble, which is a wrestling movie with David Arquette and over the top with Spy Stallone. And they just threw it all together except they had a female protagonist. Ah, but they yeah. also had a hot sandwich t-shirt, so. And, and they had Betsy Sodaro, which is the best unlike, thing they could have. Yeah, unlike you guys, I found her annoying. What? <laughs> Talking about the little short one. Not the actual wrestler, but their little short friend, right? Yeah. yeah. With, with, with Betsy Sodaro. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I found her I found her annoying. Oh. Okay, well. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, <laughs> then you didn't like the movie. Because she, <laughs> yeah, she was the movie. It, it, it was a mild meh. Like I said, right. I've seen it all before. It's just another sports movie. Yep. It is. Uh, so a uh, cute female-led remake of Sly Stallone's Over the Top. I love Betsy Sodaro. She could just be on stage and take a dump for two hours, and I would still think it's funny. Uh, cute buddy film. I she, really she, had By the way, good she, she was in Hub- Hubie Halloween, by the way, just in case. You're I wondering. know she was. She was the only good thing about Hubie Halloween. She was pretty good at it. She was Shaquille <laughs> she was O'Neal's awesome. wife. <laughs> oh, and just another plug for our buddy George. She she was on his uh, his podcast, oh, uh, cool. Best Little Whorehouse yeah. in Philly, nice. a couple episodes ago. So anybody wants some more Betsy, go check out our buddy uh, Best Little Whorehouse in Philly. Okay, well, let's talk about Bad Attitude, the art of Spain Rodriguez. So, badass artist makes the most awesome, groundbreaking comics an interesting character and following his journey was pretty damn awesome. The comic geek in me loved this movie. I thought it was a Mondo. Meh. All right. <laughs> Is that all you're going to say? Just meh? It was a doc. I mean, if, uh, if you've got uh, some interest in this guy, then you, you're probably going to really enjoy this. Um, I, yep. I, I I can't say that I didn't know of his work at all because uh, anybody from uh, whatever comics, uh, yeah, name eludes me. There, there's a bunch of them that are that are yep. with that company. Well, the whole underground comic scene, yeah. right? Let's just face it. Yeah. yeah. So. so, I mean... It was fine. It, it was. It, it wasn't a doc that blew my. You know, it didn't make me want to go learn more about him. Which is yeah. What. And you, that's usually for me. I think because of the geekdom of the comic um, world is what caused me to love it a little better. It, it is one of those docs. I don't know. You've heard me say this lots of times with docs. They have to make me feel an emotion. This one made me feel a lot of joy. So Good. that's why I'm giving Fair it. Fair enough. Mur, did you see this one? Nope. All right. Well, moving on. So uh, we saw Bloodthirsty, but we saw a short prior to that called God Lady. And I thought it was a little preachy for me. It was a just, just, just a minute. little. It was OK. It was a lot preachy, yeah, but very it was, preachy. <laughs> it's Talks preachy. It's a, Talks yeah. The yeah. yeah, I give that one a man. What do you guys think? The short news a man. Yeah. Also, yeah. Three mas, Mer- uh Bryce, you're falling down on your job, buddy. Three mas, that's a triple and, mat. and a god lady. <laughs> nice. All right, bloodthirsty. The, the remix. <laughs> yeah, it's the remix. Uh, bloodthirsty. LBGTQ friendly werewolf. Hashtag mesmerizing. Michael Ironside, even though he was very small play in this. Uh, I really enjoyed the script and writing style. I really liked the story you were taken on to see her work on her album. I really felt like I was witnessing this talent erupting as a lead character, also erupting into something else. Great homage to great vampire films. I didn't think it was a perfect film. 
uh, had a great <laughs> slow build to it, but it was a meh. Take Price? it, Mur. But oh, Mur, do you see Bloodthirsty? I did. Uh, I really wanted to like this movie because you know I like horror, my horror movies. Yep. I was kind of hoping that it was more of a vampire flick, but apparently it wasn't. Um, I don't know. I think it just it took too long to get to the actual, you know, the meat of the of of the of the film. Unintended had, with werewolves. Had some great special effects, especially near the end. But yeah, it was just a meh for me. Yeah, it was a rage. Right. It was crap. I really hated yeah. this movie. Um, it yeah. was. It, I was very tepid on it the whole way through, and then we got to the ending, and then I was like, "Nah." Was, I I actually wrote down "meh" about halfway through because that's how I was feeling. But by the end of it, I was like, I'm, "You know what? I'm not going to be generous with this one. This movie sucks. I didn't like it. Eh, I didn't mind it. It was a I rage. Kind of, eh, it had Michael Ironside. It had, even though he was a very small bit part, small and, yeah, like, barely in it, and he." Michael Ironside, man, he's, he's just kind of unrecognizable these days. Yeah, he's gotten old. Yeah, it's, he has. It happens. And round. Yeah. His face is very round. He used to have this chiseled <sighs> face, and this is gone. He's, yeah. not, he's, he's old. Give him a break. I'm giving him, he's fine, but. Man, he's was... All right. Uh, so we saw. Um, actually, is everybody, is anybody just because anybody have paper? We can take down our ratings so I can update the website. <laughs> if one of you, if one of you, I'm hoping Bryce is writing notes. Um, all right. So we uh, also saw a shorts package called Pre- Be True to Yourself. And there was quite a few shorts in this. Um, so uh, do you see what I see? Uh, I felt it needed to be a full feature. I feel uh, it was it was pretty good, but I felt it was missing something. I gave it a meh. Meh. Murr, did you see this one? Nope. All right. Uh, Joe Buffalo, uh, powerful indigenous doc with great message and great skater. Yep, I cried, so it got a Mondo. Joe Buffalo was Mondo. Awesome. Uh, it's rocket science, chock full of rockety goodness. If you love rockets, it's amazing. But for me, I am not a fan of rockets, so it was a meh. Yeah, it was a meh. He had to turn Murray's house while he's doing this. Um, okay. Revelations. The right amount of animation, angst, and fucked uppery. I gave this a mondo. Mm, meh. Okay. Yeah, we got Marie in a new view. Uh, the Maroon Bomber. I absolutely love this dog. I previewed this with Cuff, and it is fun. It is silly. It is out of this world. Hashtag truck nuts. It was a mondo for me. It didn't connect at all with me. Meh. Ah, that sucks. And it even had truck nuts. That's like literally your favorite thing. No, it really isn't. What? I could have swore I saw some truck nuts on your smart car. No, you didn't. Don't they make little tiny, don't they like little tiny ball nuts for smart cars? I have no idea. How would I know that? Well, I think I'm going to buy that for you for Christmas this year. Please don't because they're just going to... I don't know. Go right. Well, I'm just gonna. Tra- I'm just gonna I'll go see if and the thrift install store it. Will take them. I don't know. I'm just gonna install them when you're at work. Okay. So L K L S S. Very cool animated doc of sh- sorts. Felt it needed more juice though. Maybe a feature. Great messed up artwork though. For that alone, uh, it gets a meh. I don't remember it. Oh, well, it was weird animation. So apparently it must weird be mad. animation. Yeah, very cool animated doc of sorts. It kind of had a bunch of different animation built into it. And they were oh, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually pretty cool, but it was mad. Okay. Thank God he has his memories coming back. Uh, Super Mallow. Loved this great street art film. Cuban artist. It's a mondo. It was a pretty long film, though. It. I felt it got its point across. I liked it a lot. Meh. Okay. Spooky Town. 
Yeah, I didn't, uh, like, I didn't like Spooky Town. Oh, you didn't? I actually really liked it. Uh, I don't know if I was supposed to cry or laugh, so I did both. And for that, it gets a mundo. They were just trying too hard. Yeah, I liked it. Um, the Ranch. Uh, fucked up cannibal, cannibal chickens and cancer. Well, that was also a mondo for me. I really loved The Ranch. Yeah, it was meh. <laughs> You're not a fan of, of shorts at the best time, I like so shorts. I if they're, it's, I don't know. This is not the best package. It was, a, it was all right. It usually, usually you like movies that last seven hours and there's nothing happening. So in a short, that's usually not what's happening in a short. Did you know like that American American Honey's like two hours and forty five minutes? Yeah, and it was it was literally the worst movie I've ever. It's, well, it's, other than, it's playing on the Roku channel lives. right now. It's like, hey, it's American Honey. It's on the Roku channel. I want you channel. dare him to watch that again. How oh, did he even watch the end of it? Oh, I'm gonna watch it again. Oh, but he means he means me. He means me. He walked out before it was over. Oh yeah, yeah. no, that's true. I, I, I could put that in Rage or Dare, but I don't know. I think you come I think, around. I think Murray. No, I. It's the worst movie. It's the second worst movie I've ever seen. It's got some. All right. It's got uh, Another Man's Treasure. Great local one-man doc. I loved it. Uh, I remember Dan, the one-man band on 8th Avenue yeah. in uh, Calgary. So I gave it a mondo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it brought me back. I, I remembered uh, Dan, the one-man band as well. I've seen him many times. Meh. <laughs> okay then. I'm heartless. Right. You're heartless. You just uh that's all right. It's not two hours of forty minutes of crap. So he didn't like it. Okay, so uh we also saw Riders of Justice. Murray, did you see this one? Damn right I did. Yeah, Mads Mickelson. Tell us what you think, buddy. Want me to start? Okay. Yeah. Hit it uh, off. Uh, this was friggin' awesome. Uh yeah, it's like Maz Mickelson, who you know, I never saw his work in Hannibal, so wasn't really a big fan of his. And then last year, we got to see another round, which won Best International Feature, by the way, um, which he was incredible in. And this was just a continuation of that. I mean, he has he had different friends, but they were still a bunch of goofballs. And yeah, he, he was like the Danish Liam Neeson. It's like just kicking ass. It's like it was so much fun. And it just he had his own nerd squad. It was like up until a couple days ago, it was my favorite of cuffs so far. It was just super freaking mondo. I love I love what you're saying. Uh Bracey, what'd you think, buddy? Uh I'm not sure that Anders Thomas Jensen has made a movie yet that I haven't thought was Mondo. So on the uh, next episode that's uh, an official episode, uh we might be looking at him as undoubted. Um for some reason his his name has never popped into my head for some reason, but first movie I saw from him wasn't his first movie. I think his first movie was The Green Butchers. Um mm. but uh and that might be wrong too. I'm not but uh, uh, first movie I saw was actually at Calgary Underground Film Festival, Adam's Apples, or Adam's Apple. Such a good movie. And yeah, that, such a good movie. I remember sitting there and just giggling <laughs> and chuckling through the whole movie. Uh, one of the better experiences I've ever had in a theater. And uh, the guy never lets me down, whether he's doing a... Sometimes he does some super serious movies, and sometimes he does some yeah. goofball comedies, and then sometimes he does kind of a weird hybrid like this one was. And uh, this was excellent. Everybody nailed their performance. Um, yeah, as I say, uh, I just I just love Thomas Anders Jensen. He's he's the man. Uh, this was Mondo. Well, uh, Mads Mikkelsen quite possibly might be the most beautiful man in the world, and we know he's mesmerizing, as usual. Uh, with a fantastic script, so many characters, and all amazingly, amazingly developed so perfectly. It was funny, suspenseful, and a buddy action film. I freaking loved every second of this film. Super Danish Mondo. This may be my favorite film of this year so far, but up until this point. <laughs> wow. When we watched it. Yeah, I really love this film. It set the bar pretty high, I can tell you that. Yeah, so that's a try that's a try mondo there. Mm-hmm. Try effect. Yeah. See Murray? It does happen. Once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And it had subtitles and I actually enjoyed it. 
What? There you go. You put your reading glasses on and away you went. Exactly. Okay, so we also saw a Kiwi film called Coming Home in the Dark. Hmm. Uh, Bryce, you want to go first? Uh, sure. Uh, this was a... Uh, what New Zealand uh, set in? Uh, it was a. Uh, it was actually a pretty good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, atmosphere was good. Sound was great. Um, it was shot extremely well. Uh, actors were very very good. Um, there was a lot of good. At the end of the day, it didn't quite nail it. I don't think. Um, but uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It was, however, a meh. Um, a lot of movies sort of like this. Um, mm, yeah, that that it's, uh, it's not really kind of... new ground. Um, where it was set and the the motivations, I guess, were sort of you know a, a fresh idea. But uh, overall, it was meh. Bert, did you see this one? Um, I did. Yeah, uh, I didn't enjoy it as much as you guys. It's barely a meh for me. I just, I mean, yeah, the violence was something. I mean, they definitely nailed that. But yeah, a lot of the movie, yeah, like it said, coming home in the dark, a lot of it was dark. Yeah. And I just, I just thought, at, like, at some point, this couple should have been able to get away. They just well, they, they tried they a few times, hard, or else they were just too stupid to do it. But and the whole time, I'm trying to figure mm. out the motivation behind this whole thing. I don't know. I, I can forgive I, them at, a at little. At the end, I still didn't really know. It's like okay. So, yeah, at the end, they still don't know what the hell this guy wanted. He just wanted to kill people. I think the motivation was pretty clear. No, well, it was, clear never... from the, it was clear from the one guy. The other, well, yeah. the other guy, too, I guess. But the, this was a random occurrence. It just happened to be a blessing. It was, yeah, it no, was they, a random occurrence. They hinted at, at what the guy's motivation was. It just happened upon this guy who wronged him so terribly in his younger days. But it's like they never really said exactly i don't know i just it was okay well let me tell you what i thought of this i loved the tension in this film i loved and i mean loved the close-up shots in this film Mm. i cannot tell you how much tension builds when you have those close-up shots and this had almost every shot as a close-up shot because they're in the car for a lot of this movie uh, so I was in heaven because I love close-up shots when it comes to tension. A unique music filled with tension and dripped sound and scores that all came in just periodically, just enough to sprinkle the tension even further. The ending was great and done very well. I loved the su- surprises throughout this film. I really liked this film a lot. It's a mondo for me. I thought the tension was great. Yep. I thought the backstory, I thought... Uh, any movie that you like, I, I guess I don't, I want to give a bit of a spoiler. When you blow people the fuck away in the first 15 minutes of a movie, minute. you yeah. know that shit's going to go bad. And I'm just glad that it was just, it. yes, this type of movie has been done before, but I thought that they did a really good job of capturing the tension that these psychopaths had. And yeah, I just I really enjoyed it, and I didn't bother me, Maria. I know what you're saying about the um, the fact that they could have. I don't think they could have got away because they didn't have the the wife was basically a she was almost comatose because yeah, I mean yeah, you know, she after, was dead after from what, yeah, what she just what they. I, know, but I mean she she she, she died in the like in. 15, 10 minute mark, she's dead. Oh yeah, she was already whether yeah, Whether she, she survives dead. at the end or not, which is up to yeah. you, yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. She, she died in the first 10 minutes of this it. movie. Yep, and, and him. Is, well, what? I mean, they didn't really see what happened to her either. I mean, they showed but they didn't show if she's alive or dead. Yeah, I don't want exactly. them to tell Exactly, that's what makes it good. Yeah, that's, that's what makes, Bryce, it sounds like you may change your vote because it actually was a real amount. <sighs> there's, there's a lot I It really deserves liked. it. It deserves it. It deserves the Mondo. I think you need to change it. This was a really good high-tension film where the the good guys die and the bad guys die, and the Aboriginal gets to win. It's like a perfect ending. All right, it was Mondo. <laughs> Although, I, I, will have to, I will have to say the main bad guy, every time he opened his mouth, I was picturing uh, Taika Waititi. Yeah, he did have a bit of a Taika accent. True. Sounded just like him. 
Yeah. I don't know if he was channeling them or just happened to come from the same region. But See, but the, that kind of made it even better. It's just like so many but, sprinklings of fantastic New Zealand horror movies. It's the best. Anyway. All right. So we saw So Late, So Soon. Anybody want to jump on this one? Loved it. Never saw it. <laughs> I feel like you loved it. I did. I thought it was excellent. Okay, well, tell us why you thought it was. I. This is exactly what I look for in a documentary. We sit back, <laughs> we show the interaction. We're not getting too busy. We're not in- introducing a whole bunch of people. We are focused on two people, two people alone, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, we really get to know those two people and what motivates them and what doesn't. And. I thought it was spectacular. I was a fly on the wall in the, in their life. And I the only thing that was bad about it is the length of it. Because this thing should have been like three and a half hours. And I would have just been sitting there just enjoying every second. God. This <laughs> was Mondo. Oh, God. So I'm just going to give a bit of a spoiler. This was the one that was the closest to a rage for me. I hate, and I mean hate, home movie type documentaries oh this was this was very home movie movie. it was was, so this was professionally made but it was just you were fly on the wall it was this wasn't like home movie they had some home movie footage in it but isn't no no this whole movie was a home movie oh it was was not nicer this was a nicer camera this was so well start from the very start uh i wasn't happy the fact that it was a home movie style documentary Don't yes know what, it's not a home I, movie I because you, it's not I, shot on are you Super sure 8, you, did you get this did you get the same feed that i got because i didn't i didn't get that at all yeah uh definitely the weird factor of this doc hits you right at the very beginning and seeing how the two main characters focuses on artists it just got more and more awkward and eccentric which i did like so that's why it didn't get the rage it just needed uh, to be as the film progressed glad i saw it but I did not really love it. I do not like home movie type docs, and this to me is a home movie type doc. Not a home movie type doc. The only crime it is 100% there, there is one serious doc. crime in this movie, and that is that it was only seventy-one minutes long. This thing needed. I kind of wish it was fifty minutes. I want the Blu-ray deluxe edition where we get three hours of extra footage. Yeah, I will not be watching that. It was great. You. I loved it. Even on even on a dare. So, <laughs> so we got to see uh, an Estonian animated stop motion film, and we got to see a short before it yep. called "A Hole," which was a cute idea uh, for the end of humanity. But animation made it a meh for me. I didn't, I didn't really love the short um, "A Hole," but I like the concept. A a hole. Yeah, a hole. <laughs> Sure. Uh, yeah, it was, it, it was meh. It was all right. Did you see this one, Mur? Nope. All right, so we got to see the old man movie. Yeah, it was original. From Estonia. Like, how <laughs> many Estonian movies do we get to see? And how cool was the animation? I mean, really. Oh, my God. <laughs> this reminded me of so many great things. I am, uh You want to go first? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. Honestly, I was just kind of in awe of the whole thing. Um, very, very unique style. Um, everything they were throwing at me, they were, they were taking some risks in this one. They were, you know, they weren't, (laughs) they weren't trying to do it halfway. They were going all the way and a little beyond with everything that they were doing. Um, you know, uh, I mean, you just watch that, uh, that scene with the uh, with the uh, tractor going in and out of the tree. <laughs> the tree. <laughs> so like, I'm like, gonna talk a little faster, bit about that. Faster. <laughs> As I say, they did not uh, pull any punches. Well, they, and, that, yeah, you know? they went they went to the extreme with everything that they did, and uh, you know what? I respect what they did, and I'm going mondo. Oh. Had a boy. Okay, well, let me talk about my love of the old man movie. This milk movie gives Chicken Run a run for its money. 
It was I was either laughing or smiling the entire movie. The stop animation was so awesome. I'm like, how long did it take for them to make this? Best scene was the tree god tractor scene for anybody, as Bryce had already talked about. If you see this movie, just be prepared for the best animated sex scene in any movie ever made. Favorite line, I learned something in that bear's ass super vegan nightmare Mondo. I learned something. Sorry, the line is, I learned something in that bear. Hmm. Spit it out, Jim. Maybe I fucked up the line. Sounds to me like you did. And I don't remember. I did the lose the line. Uh, I guess everybody have to watch it and try to figure out what Jim's favorite line yeah. is. Yeah. No, it's okay. Wait. I learned something in that. Oh, sorry. Here it is. It's because I don't have an apostrophe. Ah. Here's the. Okay. The apostrophe is now in. I learned something in that bear's ass. <laughs> and another you thing you don't normally see in an animated feature. Yeah. This gets a super vegan Mondo nightmare. Cool. Now, did this milk movie ever make you think, glad I don't drink milk? Because apparently that's that's all that everybody lived off in Estonia. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Milk's big there. I guess. <laughs> Gots to have it. <laughs> they don't even oh, mind man. if it's green. They'll take a <laughs> they'll take a sip. Yeah, a uh, little tiny bit. Yeah, they're like, oh. Okay, we saw first date. Murray, did you get to see this one? I did. All right, you wanted to go first. We saw a short before it. Yeah, I saw that too. No one will know. Yeah. Like <laughs> what you said, yeah. Don't even remember it, to be honest. All right, there you go. Uh, first date. Yeah, three words. License to drive. Uh, that's all I was thinking the whole time watching this movie was this was done better by the two Corys in the 80s. <laughs> and like, like the dumbest criminals ever. And the main character had no personality. It just, I don't know. It was like there was plenty of violence. There was some good action scenes, but it just, it was just stupid. Huh. Uh, I, I wouldn't okay. give it a rate, but it's definitely a low man. All right. Well, Bryce, it looks like you got something to retort on that. What'd you think? I mean, I, I feel like I have to defend it now, but it was, it was a meh. I mean, it was, it was fine. It was, it was 10 times better than License to Drive, which still makes it a meh. Bite your tongue. <laughs> the two Corys. Uh, the two Corys. Corey Haim is rolling over in his grave. Thank you very much. Uh. Yeah. Probably. Uh, okay, so um, the short before, no one will know, for me was also a man. Yeah, it was a man. Uh, this is not like any high school teenage film. Great layered script and plot, very unique gangster crime story, subtle humor, and so well written with hijinks, really ensues. Uh, gets a Nancy Drew pulp fiction man. Yeah. Favorite line Are you my dad? Or the guy who could have been my dad. <laughs> there are a lot of characters in this. Yeah. And, I, I, uh, I, did, I did actually enjoy when his parents went out of town for the for the weekend and basically told him to have wild parties and uh, the condoms are up on, on the on the on, on the in the bedroom. Like, yes. Yeah. Like yes. Cool stuff. <laughs> okay, we got to see uh, Alien on stage and we saw a short before it called throwback throwback is that right yeah i think it was throwback okay uh local calgary film i liked it it was worth a look but it was a mad short it was mad uh and alien on stage um pantomime culture to uh infinity and beyond anyone who loves film the movie alien or absolutely adorable bus drivers will like this film. And I fit it all in all three of those categories. But I'm not much of a fan of theater production docs. 
Uh, it's geeky fun and out of this world, but it was only a meh for me. What? Yeah, it was a meh. This is the best thing at the festival. If you see and one you're... film at the Calgary Underground Festival, you have to see Alien on stage. This was by far the best thing going. I laughed yes. from the opening right till the end. There was no... There was no pausing for breathing. I was just, you know, gasping for air the whole time because I was laughing the whole way through. This was wow. It doesn't take excellent. much to make you laugh. Oh, it takes <laughs> takes a lot actually, yeah. and this 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 hits it. I mean, this was so so funny. Um, uh, like I said, if you like those three things, you'll probably like this movie. I'd say I didn't I didn't love it. I would think if you have a pulse, you'll like this movie. Murray, did you see this one? Uh, I did. Uh, I guess I maybe would have enjoyed it more if I'd actually seen Alien, which I haven't. What? I have no idea the plot other than there's an alien there somewhere and the thing comes up to the guy's chest. That's all I knew about it. Well, that's all you got to really know. Really? really? You don't need to know anything else. Uh, Other than that, they're pretty spot on with the movie. I mean... uh, Yeah, I mean, I I spent over 10 years in community theater. So I know a little bit about, about something about amateur actors and bus drivers getting up on stage because I've, you know, been with those people, and watching them rehearse was painful. Oh, like, it's, they it's glorious! I'm just goofing off. I know. I'm like, this well, is that's what it the, should be. This is gonna be the worst production ever staged. And then all I kind of want to see the stage like, production. Though. I wanted to see the actual stage production. You can. Every year it plays in in the UK, so you can go to London and see it. The last half hour or whatever, they actually showed the actual stage play. I I would love to be in the audience. But leading up to that, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It just it was amusing, just seemed pointless to me. Um, They just, yeah, they it just it was what do you call it? Discombobulated. It was meh, is what you're saying. Yeah, but. But the, the the last half hour kind of redeemed it a bit for me. But yeah, I wouldn't give it a mondo. Oh, so and like mondo. I said, I'd rather I would yeah. rather see the actual stage production than watch this documentary about it. Best film of Cuff. Well, I'm glad we finally found out what your favorite film of Cuff is. So that's mm-hmm. good. But it's man. All right. So we also <laughs> okay. We also saw Fearless, and again, I hate to say it. But it's a home movie style doc, a sports doc. And if you're a boxing fan, you will probably love it. But for me, I don't. So it was a meh. I'm a boxing fan and it was meh. Okay, there we go. Murray, did you see this one? Fearless? No. no. All right. Well, we've got who has itchy fingers? Itchy fingers. I am still trying to figure out exactly what went on at the end of this movie, and I'm still not 100% sure. And honestly, this was going to be a rage for the first 40 minutes or so, because I was frustrated watching this movie. Like, you were supposed frustrated. to be. And yeah, and that's the whole thing. And as we rolled into the last act, I was like, oh God, I hope they don't do this. And there's something obvious, I think, that you would think that's going to happen. And we don't really know. Maybe that did happen. You know, I'm, I'm speaking in all these, without, you know, wrecking this movie at all. And I don't want to. I, it, this should be something that's experienced. At the end of the day, the very end redeemed itself a little for me because I was a little confused. Um, it's weird that the lady comes into the room and looks like she's staring right at where a certain person should be and doesn't say anything about it. So that was confusing, and then he gets up and goes to the stage, and we don't really know what's going on. (sighs) I was thinking a lot after this movie. It's not Mondo. It was too frustrating a watch to be Mondo, but it was meh, and I'm still thinking about it, so uh, it's meh. There we go. That is a long way to get to a meh. It is. Okay. Itchy Fingers. This is what I thought of Itchy Fingers. Super low budget with heavy topic, dressed up as a comedy, really well done idea on bullying, conspiracy, and self-worth. The vulnerability of our lead actor in this film is such a journey I enjoyed being on. 
This film is very hard to watch, as mm-hmm. Bryce had kind of alluded to uh, at times. But for me, it was still a mondo. I really loved this. At the end of it, I was like still thinking about it. And I'm still thinking about it. I love this film. It was a mondo for me. Fair enough. Murray, I'm almost anxious for you to see it now, just to see uh, if... I did see it. Oh, did you? What did you think? Oh, I Is... did. Uh, oh, so that's a bad thing. What the hell was this movie? Yes! Like, well, where was it? It was <laughs> awkward, and I was uncomfortable, and... Yes! brought back a lot of bad memories from my from my high school days, uh, being the overweight kid who got picked on. This Basically, there was like, this nice, sweet kid who... Granted, wasn't funny, and nope. his parents were all stupid. They weren't funny either. No, nope. they weren't they supposed to be. Funny. Oh come on, Gra- and, Grandma and Grandpa were no, <laughs> spectacular. They, they, they weren't funny at all. But I mean, he was trying at least. I mean, his jokes were terrible. Yeah, but it's this sweet kid who you know loved life, and basically turned him into like this evil character and basically messed with his head. Uh it it just. Oh, it was it was awkward for me to watch, and at the end, I was really hoping to happen what happened, even if it was just in his mind. Like it just, it just, it was an unpleasant journey for me to watch the whole thing, because I was bullied all through high school, and that's all it was to me was they were just bullying this kid. That's all it was. This is a super super rage for me. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, I mean that. Here's the thing, though, Murray. I think it's intentionally made that way. Like that's why they made this movie. They wanted to show how well, I, I think movies. Be. And I watch movies to escape rea- uh, from reality and to enjoy myself. I don't enjoy being reminded of my horrible younger days. Past, yeah. You know what? This kid. I thought he did a great job in the acting in this. I thought. At first, at the beginning, I thought it was kind of awkward and kind of weird for him and how he was acting. But by the end, I was like, this kid is nailing it. Like, he did a great job. The fact that he would even do a play like that to begin with, like, that's just, that's absurd. Like, again, like I said, I've been in live theater since I was 15. And that, that play would never get past anything. Nobody would ever be able to produce that, especially after all... The violence that's going on in America today. It was just stupid. Anyway. Looks like we got a trifecta there. One of each. Nice. Uh, Vinyl Nation. Murr, did you see this one? No. Bricey? Yeah, I mean, I wanted it to be better. I was actually really looking forward to this one. And... uh, it's a, uh, you know, and I knew, I know going in, it's going to be a talking heads doc and it, but I don't know. It just, it should have been better. It was meh. Yeah. Well, I would agree with you. It was meh for me. Uh, vinyl geeks unite. I can see why. <clears throat> I understand why this played at cup. <clears throat> I grew up loving albums, but I'm not a vinyl geek. This is another geek focused film where people into vinyl will, might like this film a little better it's charming and it's cute and personally the film is probably 60 minutes too long as far as i thought this, um this, it was this, well should have, this should have been a short to be honest <laughs> yeah it either needed to be a short or they needed to get uh some more interesting people content to talk to. in it yes yep i agree yeah it was a man okay now we're gonna talk about Plager, plagiarism, plager, plager, plagiarism, which is, which is from the Czech Republic, which you sure don't often see very often. No. Uh, why don't you tell us what you thought about plager, plagiarism? It is a unique experience, if ever there was one. Um, yes, it is. There, this, uh, this was quite the uh, mind bender. Um, a lot of stuff going on in here. Um, I thought halfway through it was going to be Mondo for me. It didn't end up being Mondo. It's definitely not for everybody. Um, it is It is a very uh, original, unique experience. 
And if that's what you're looking for in film, which quite often I am, you should check this out. Um, I didn't have any major problems with it. And as, as weird as it sounds, I thought maybe they need to go further with some stuff. Because, <laughs> I mean, they go pretty far. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, it was it was it was a high mech for just because for its originality, and uh, I I can't say that if this uh, if this kid makes another movie that I'm not going to be first in line to see it because he has piqued my interest, and I hope more is to come. Yeah, because um, this was a very 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 unique experience. Um, I liked it. It was meh. Okay, so uh, plagiarism uh, is my kind of fucked up weirdness, first of all. Visually stunning and engaging. So much color palette to the eyes and set design was like, what? So good. The set design on this was fantastic. Uh, I liked a lot of this film, but I was promised motherfucking weird and this was not as weird as it was. I wanted an, uh, I wanted the original momentum to stay as weird as it had started with. Mm. The ending was really good, though, uh, but it, it didn't connect to the level of weird that I needed it to. They, they had it was kind of like two thirds into it. You're going like, yeah, this is super nice weird. Let's just build this weirdness. And and make it more, and then they got into a lull, sort of at that two thirds into the film. I think we agree. Kind of like, I want I want you to step, put your foot on the pedal, and make this really fucking. As weird. I say, they needed and to go then, further, and they just they got to they that point. Did. And instead of going further, they put it in reverse a little bit. Yes, they did. It was kind of like, and, but the ending was a perfect ending. Like yeah. to me, that was they couldn't have ended this movie any more perfect. So if you wait till the end, you will see a perfect ending that this movie should have well, was and should be. But I, th I, I think they should have had their foot in the pedal. So this gets a weirdo romp, but what not weird enough. Meh. And it, for me, it was a high math too. I wanted the weird to go further. As did I, as did I, but I okay, am, so as I say, I'm excited to see something else from this director. Yeah. I am super excited. He's, he's got it. some unique vision. There's no question. And I was kind of a little disappointed there wasn't more nudity. Like you think you kind of expect more nudity in the Czech Republic. Okay. It's just kind of a thing. It's kind of the porn center of the world, yeah. and we didn't get really any good, you know, porn. I really, it's like all oh, edited for TV. Yeah. So well, the money goes to the porn movies. I guess <laughs> I'm just expect. I was expecting, you know, more more sex scenes, but apparently that wasn't in the cards. So. Uh, okay, so before we talk about our last film, why don't we do our promo for our buddy at It Goes Down in the PM. What do you think of that? Sure. What's going on, everyone? This is your girl, Julene, host of It Goes Down in the PM. We talk about everything from work, motherhood, local celebrities to comic books. Tune in every Friday at wine o'clock to find out what really goes down in the PM. What's yes. And we love her by the way, because when she's is, actually one of our members. When is wine o'clock anyway? Well, for me, it's the minute that I close my computer at work and then it becomes wine o'clock. But for, you know, for other people, it's kind of five. I think five is kind of the wine o'clock for most people. If you work from home, it's all day. Yeah, well, it should be all day, <laughs> but I wouldn't be able to function very well. So, <laughs> uh, so our last film we're going to talk about, and then we got to get back to watching movies tonight. What's with the fingers? You're giving us, is this like psychedelia? People who can't see us, go to our YouTube quickly. At this point in the podcast, Bryce is doing, and actually Murray's doing it. It's like. I feel I like we should have some more psychedelic music going on right now. Uh, so we got to see the movie Sensor. Yeah. Mur, did you see this one? I did because it's a horror movie. You know, I like my horror. You do like your horror movies. Well, why don't you tell us what you thought of this little beast? Uh, all right. Well, first of all, was this movie set in the 80s? 
like yes, it was rotary phones, video stores. Yeah, it's eighties. It is an eighties period piece. VHS and Margaret Thatcher. Mm-hmm. It, like, it doesn't get more eighties than that. No, <laughs> not in the UK. It don't. But there was no cell phones flying around. It was, yeah, it was truly vintage. Uh, it was a great psychological thriller, like, and it's about the film industry, which I also enjoy. Um, yeah, it was good. It had lots of gore and great ending, and I was hooked from the beginning. Sweet. Would you give it, is that a Mondo, Merman? Oh, definitely a Mondo, yeah. Sweet. All right, Bracey Poo. Eh, what you got? It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was uh, hoping it would be it was better than for some reason this was one of the movies I wasn't looking forward to not even sure why Um, because you're crazy yeah maybe but as I was watching I was like yeah it's pretty good um, it's a good little romp. Uh, I, you know, I love the love the tie-in with the video nasties and and the whole deal because that was you know that was a big thing. Um, at one point, I actually or I I owned like a DVD set that had like all the video nasties uh, trailers, um, which was kind of cool. I don't know why I got rid of that. I wish I wouldn't have. Um, Again, we talked about it. You're crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, was it Mondo? No, it wasn't Mondo. Um, but it was it was very good. Uh, it was meh. Performances were good. Uh, really well-made film, but uh, at the end of the day, eh, it wasn't Mondo. It was meh. It's good. Okay. Well, let me tell you what I thought of Sensor. This is the probably the best '80s period piece film I've ever seen, and was done so well. And it this is one of, me, one of those ones where you can't make the argument that it could have been made any other time because no, it had to be and made. That is, uh, a hundred percent why I love this movie. Yeah. If you're going to make a period piece, it has to have a reason to be in this period. And this had every reason. It has, it, to be had, it has to be in the 80s. It has to be Margaret Thatcher. It's got to be videos. It's got to be VHS. This reminded me of all the great horror films that I loved in the 80s uh, that came before it, like The Omen or The Changeling. So slow and methodical and still so effective. It drips with 80s atmosphere. I even felt I was watching an 80s movie. I don't even know how they built that into that. The color, the color build yeah. and and muted color of the 80s, it was so perfectly done. Music was yeah, stellar. I don't know if they, even described, they didn't describe it as being uh, it's set in the 80s, just I knew watching it that it was. Yeah. Just, oh, no. It, like the, the they, way they, you, knew dressed, it, you knew like it was. You knew 100%. it was. 100%. Yeah. 100%. You knew it was, right? It had to have been. Um, the music was stellar, creep factor all the way through. And I watched this with headphones. So it was even better in the surround sound with what was freaking awesome. And Bryce has a surround uh, thing. Oh, what's he wearing? Uh, the producer death scene was one of the best death scenes I've ever seen, ever, in any movie. Uh, Prano Bailey Bond may join the ranks of Osgood Jenkins and Panos Cosmatos and Baby Cronenberg as one of my new favorite directors. I can't believe this is her fa- first feature. All atmosphere, all the time. This was fucking Mondo. I love this film. This is my favorite film I've seen so far. Nice. And that's, now we got two Mondos and a Mad Buddy. We didn't get Rage Man Mondo. You gave it a man. Me and Mon- me and Murray gave it Mondos. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, I don't know if you were even watching the same movie because oh, this was a brilliant. I liked it. <laughs> it was, oh, I need to think you need to go back and watch it again with new eyes and just immerse yourself in the eighties. And okay, maybe I will. That was good. <laughs> just good. It's good. It's just good. It's, it's good. good. He's yeah. too young. He was. He, he didn't remember the 80s like we remember. I don't remember the 80s. I totally Do you remember, remember the, 80s. the 80s? How old were you in the 80s? Uh, when 1980, Five? I was six. <laughs> and by the time we yeah, exited, I was 16. So. Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't mean nothing. Oh, that yeah, that doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> I lived through the, v- I lived through the v- VHS, the video stores, the, everything <laughs> that was okay? there. 
Did anybody on this get charged for not rewinding their VHS tapes? Uh, no. Why? How the? You always rewind your VHS tapes before you return them. Be kind. Rewind. Exactly. Yeah. I'm considerate no, see, of others. That it's funny. I'm just asking because it is one of those things we all live through the VHS life world, and it's true. I never got, uh, I never got charged either because I was also kind and I rewound. Yeah. I rewound uh, the two Jakes in Chinatown. Went to uh, return them, and the VH the the video store was closed. So I ended up with two copies. Of, people were like throwing their videos in there, but the whole place was empty. The shelves were yeah, cleared. They, the they cash register was cool. gone. But people were still returning their videos. I'm like, well, that's dumb. What, who the hell's you, getting? You should have went back with the claws, yeah. like to to claw it out. You yeah. should have gone I in, got your have. claw. Yeah, I got a few. But yeah, I was happy. I got the. You know, free Chinatown and the two Jakes. On VHS. On VHS. I don't know where they are now. Which are unplayable, by the way, on your system. The VCR. Yeah, do you have a VCR in your house? I do not anymore, no. Oh, got rid of that too. I get rid of it. Probably gave it away. You probably gave it away with a VCR. Yeah, probably. Here's a VCR. Here's a a box of videos. Uh, Have at her. I did that with like a stack of Blu-ray discs once upon a time too. I was like, I just, I had a problem for a while. I used to buy a lot of stuff and you know, I just tell people as they left. 12 o'clock midnight is you know not price time. Take, take one or one or two discs on your way out. You know, anybody that visited. It's like, cause it, just, it was unruly. Like the, the, uh, the, uh, film rage studios used to be like Blu-ray central. There was like stacks of them. <laughs> Blu-ray studios. <laughs> that's the best so we're gonna be back on friday correct yeah we're gonna be back on friday to do a sort of wrap up slash preview um tune in friday if you're especially if you're in alberta so you can uh you know maybe get a few ideas of what to uh, wrap up your cuff experience with uh and uh yeah and then uh on the following wednesday we'll be back to our regularly regularly scheduled programming um, yeah, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. But uh, yeah, Friday we're gonna have another special cuff episode. Uh, we'll fire through some more movies, and uh, hopefully there'll be a whole lot of mondo. Yeah, I think there was a few mondos today. I so far I'm loving the festival. This has got to be one oh, of the yeah. best best festivals um, that they put on in a while. So kudos really? to the program team. It's been good. Uh, yeah, Mer, any closing notes? No, uh, yeah, they've had a good lineup. I've, uh, I've actually enjoyed quite a few of the movies, so this is unusual for me. So, this is good. Would you say that? More. Would you say censor? Which okay, so let's talk, talk quickly just about our favorite. Was yours favorite censor, Mer? Uh, well, the ones that we can talk about that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, I yeah. would say definitely uh, uh, Riders of Justice, and then okay, set. and then censor. Okay. Bryce, what was yours? That a- alien, oh, yeah, alien that. on stage. Oh, I thought it was that other one. Uh, no, the Alien ter- on Stage. Ter- terrible old people movie. That's <laughs> so late, so soon. Also, very, very enjoyable. But the best movie so far has been Alien on Stage. Loved it. All right. A lot of fun. There we go. So you got a few. And mine uh, was definitely Censor. Uh by far my favorite and then very close second for me uh would have been writers of justice so because mads mickelson's dreaming he's dreamy and mesmerizing he's mesmerizing agreed anyways if i have a lot of stuff (laughs) so yeah so just in case i do forget try to remember to bring up uh anders thomas jensen um I next, will remember. Next Wednesday, because, uh, yeah, we got to talk about him, I think. Let's do it. Let's talk about him next week. Sounds excellent. Well, you know what time it is. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. Uh, special rage love to James and Julian at uh, It Goes Down in the PM. Check out her podcast uh, because she's awesome. Uh, thanks to the extended film rage crew of Leonard Collin for statistic vision and photography via Leonard Collin photography. Check out his, his stuff at his website for Beck's goose for her animation skills at potato lady podcast reviews.com. Check 
out our social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at FilmRageYYC. Check out everything FilmRage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and Public. Get your rage on. See what we look like on our YouTube channel by searching Film Rage Podcast. We're always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners. So please comment often everywhere, including send us an email at filmragecalgary at gmail.com or on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts, where you can like and subscribe. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please make us rage. Please. Please. That's it for today. We'll see you Friday. Rage on. Rage on. <laughs>